Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Welcome back to another Talking Lamar. And on this episode, I'm talking about Thanksgiving and the mistakes that you need to avoid so that it will be great. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Sorry, I forgot what I was talking about. What are you talking about? I am talking to you. That's just what I was talking about. It's Talking Lamar. Listen, there's a lot of pressure with this day. A lot of pressure. And if you're the one that's going to be doing this cooking, You've got to decide what's going on. Make a plan, okay? <clears throat> first of all, first, number one thing, don't mess with success. If, like me, you love to cook and you love to watch Food Network and you see something and you think, oh, I got to try that. I'm going to do that at Thanksgiving. Uh, maybe you do want to try it, but the first time probably should not be the big Thanksgiving meal that you're preparing. Everybody that's coming to your house has expectations, but those expectations don't include being a guinea pig for a new recipe that you want to try. Cozy comfort food. That's the name of the game. And there's a good chance your guests are looking for a taste that they're familiar with. If the people you're feeding have spent their lives eating cornbread dressing with turkey gravy, Oyster stuffing with bacon, scallion, cream sauce might not be your best choice, okay? <laughs> if you stick with your with their favorites, you won't go wrong. Plus, you won't be stressed out, worried about how it turns out. Now, if you have all the standard bases covered and you want to make something new for a sampling, you can. But don't you have enough to do without doing that? Let that go, okay? Now, here's something you may not think about, and depending on how big your family is and who all's coming, do the baby math. As you're making your guest list, don't forget about young family members who have gotten married and may also have children. So <clears throat> how many are they and what ages? Do you have high chairs? Do you need to set up a kid's table? How much food will they eat? Do you need to have some kid-friendly food like chicken fingers or such? To be safe, reach out to the parents, get some details. Throwing some dinosaur-shaped chicken and some french fries in the oven is not that much trouble, and it could make you a real hero of the day. Ah. Now, kids is can one I, thing. Can I add to yeah, that, Mark? Yes, please do. Please do. Can Feel I free to that, add to um, any of these. Well, I agree with you. And when you have when you have little kids, whether they're yours or nieces and nephews or grandchildren or whatever, right? Um, you need to be okay with the fact that the only thing they might eat is a dinner roll and yes. two black olives 
and some cake. And it's yeah. okay. It's a holiday. This, like, it's okay. And there's no shame in having some dino nuggies um, on the table for the kids. Yes. It's supposed it's supposed to be we're thankful to be together and we're thankful to have food at all and not like a time for tears and threats and punishments. Like why just go ahead this and let a them fun eat a day. dinner roll. Yeah. Yes. It's a fun day. It's a fun day. <clears throat> now here's another thing you got to think about. Be realistic about pets. Don't make the mistake of thinking that because your pet does not eat people food, that you can make this big, huge spread and lay it out thinking your pet, number one, will not touch the food and B, can't get to the food. They will and they can. So make yep. sure that the food is secure from your pet. A turkey missing a leg or a cat paw prints in the macaroni and cheese, that's not what you want, okay? That is not what you want. Now, this is the part where I'm supposed to tell you that with a crowd coming over, it's probably better to send your pet to a kennel or put them in a bedroom and make them secure while you have company so that they guest and your pets will both be more comfortable separated. Now, that may be what you want to do, or maybe that's what you need to do. That's solely up to you. Anybody coming to my house for Thanksgiving they know us. They also know our dog, Darby. This is Darby's house. She lives here. <laughs> She's not going anywhere. So I'm just saying, don't expect to come here and the dog's not here. The dog's here. Okay. Uh, now I make do. A game. I do. do, you, do you put um, them up? Here, but I do for two reasons. One, because people are, my, these are indoor cats. The four of them do combined don't have the IQ of one random cat. Okay, like these are stuffed animals. Max will back me up here. Yes, I these will. These are these are not brilliant creatures of the night. No, they're People not. People opening and closing doors. I don't want one of my cats to get out and get confused and maybe get yeah, in my car. Yeah, that makes sense. So I lock them up in a room. And when people say, oh, can I see the cats? I'm like, yeah, come on. <laughs> but otherwise, when you have pets as dumb as mine, you got to think about safety. <laughs> we'll be back in just a minute. What is only $4.99 a month but gives you such pleasure? That would be the Bob and Sherry Premium, exclusive content from the show, including our classic chat room calls and best of CDs. You'll get behind-the-scenes photos and videos of not only us but our listeners. It's a lot of fun. Just $4.99 a month. And the website to get all of this is bobandsherry.com slash premium. All right, we're back and... Let's go ahead and talk about the cooking part of this deal. All right, got to make a game plan for oven space. Nobody thinks about not having enough oven space until the turkey has still got two hours to go and you've got multiple casseroles that you've got to get cooked. Then two of your guests show up with dishes that still need maybe 30 or 45 minutes in the oven. And to make matters worse, there are rolls and there's biscuits that must go in the, for the last minute. And, of course, each one has a different temp and a different time. You need a plan before this happens. Now, if you have time, and I think you should, this would be great, you could remodel your kitchen and put in another double oven and you'll be fine. But more than likely, you're going to have to wait till next year. This year, you need to list all the things you're serving that require the oven. Get out the baking dishes and pans that you'll be using and try fitting them into the cold oven to see what fits, how it fits, where it fits. Um, 
Also, for optimum cooking, remember, pans don't need to be touching each other. It, it's it's not going to make for even cooking. So keep track of your temperatures and that kind of stuff so you can put stuff in together. Once you've got all that figured out, write down the order in which you plan to cook everything, along with the temps and, and all of that. And then all you have to do is follow that list, and you're good to go. Now, don't forget Lamar. anything that guests might bring, because that needs to be in the oven. Do you, what do you do, Sherry? This is, I, I'm such a Capricorn. Like, I'm dizzy with joy right now to be having this conversation. Okay, so here's what I do. <laughs> Several days before Thanksgiving, like the Monday of Thanksgiving week, I think about, I lay out all the things that I'm going to cook. And then I calculate temperatures and cook times, right? And then right. I figure out, we, we don't eat Thanksgiving lunch. We eat Thanksgiving dinner. So we sit down at like 6. <clears throat> so I start back timing from 6 p.m. And then I'm strategizing, right? Okay, well, mashed potatoes here, sweet potatoes there, cornbread dressing here, um, green beans there. I figure out what can be done in the crock pot. Oh, green beans, southern green beans are great in a slow yep. cooker, right? That's that's yep. no yep. oven space. It's no range top space. And then what can I make ahead and just heat up right before we go? And when I have it all, like when I have all my soldiers on the battlefield, then I make a time grid. And then I print it out and then I scotch tape it to a cabinet because on Thanksgiving day, it'll start with my niece, Britt and Sherry, let's have a glass of wine and talk. Oh, once Aunt Sherry has a glass of wine, the day is going to start getting away from her real, real fast. So, cause I'm, I have no tolerance, like one glass of wine and I'm like, I'm sorry, where are we? So I have this giant battle grid for cooking. And then I periodically glance at it and I go, hold that thought. It's four o'clock. I have to do this. And because I did it all ahead of time, which is a Capricorn wet dream, let me tell you, it tends it to go pretty smoothly. so much trouble. So and much I have, trouble. I have cooked Thanksgiving for 35 people like this. Like if you can just be a Capricorn or a Virgo about it, hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Well, now you're a Gemini, is, so I'm surprised it, you're this organized, truly. If you if you've got a situation where all of a sudden you've miscalculated and you've got listen, people people need to understand, depending on what kind of dressing you're cooking, sometimes dressing takes a while. I mean, you don't just throw it in there, you know, but if you get behind, there's no hurrying up. I mean, you can't hurry it up. Mm -hmm. you, you can turn nope. the oven up if you want to, but that's not going to work out. You can't hurry up. So you have to stay ahead of it. Now, Can I give people this one little tip? We've talked yes, about it on the do, show, but, but not everybody hears everything we do on the show. Um, and this is, this is going to save you time, and it's, gonna, it's a game changer. Let's say you're making mac and cheese. <clears throat> Cook the pasta, the elbow macaroni or the, whatever you're using, right? Cook your pasta the day before, drain it, cool it, bag it, and put it in the refrigerator. And you've got Refriger cooking your pasta ahead of time and refrigerating it overnight changes the um, starches and carbohydrates and converts them into something healthier that doesn't just burn like pure sugar when it hits your digestive system. Then that's not you can you can Google that right now if you want. Cook that's your a pasta. Great idea. So not only have you saved, because pasta, you know, takes a long time for water to boil. Then you've taken yes. up all that stovetop. Then you got the pots to wash. Cook it ahead of time. Bag it. Cook it two days ahead of time. Live your best life, queen. And bag it. It's going to be healthier. You're going to save time and mess. It's a game changer. 
Hmm. Also, don't forget anything that guests might be bringing that needs to be in the oven. You need to know that also. And if that is not going to fit into your schedule, it's going to cause you a problem. You might want to be very kind, but eliminate those items from the menu or or, or come up with something else. Because you don't want somebody showing up with something you wasn't expecting, and all of a sudden there's no room to put it. Okay, and like, don't forget the stovetop space either, because most people you you've got most people have four eyes. You may have six or whatever, but you know you you may consider that. You also might want to think about store bought rolls that don't need to be baked. But just for the record. I myself, I'm not eating a cold roll out of a bag. It's not happening. Okay. It's not happening. Not so worth don't the invite me to your house. Sourdough rolls, old fashioned brown and serve rolls, or at the minimum, Hawaiian rolls, something covered with butter before they go in the oven. And then when they come out, you split them open and fill them up with some more butter. They're easy to As fix. with all food. Yeah. Yes. That's easy enough to do. Yes. And listen, listen, as with all food, there can never be too much butter. It's impossible. So don't worry about it. Just keep poking it in there. When it's running out, you're getting close to being full. Don't worry about it. Now, here's something that will really help you. Keep everybody out of the kitchen. I don't care how big or how small your kitchen is. There's no room for a crowd when you're in there fighting the fight. Even if you have planned everything to a T, it's still going to be chaotic in that last hour leading up to the meal. People want to see you and they want to see the food and they want to help. But really, all they can do is get in the way. So try to keep everything that guests might need out of the kitchen. Put your beer and soda and bottled water in a cooler and, and put it away from the kitchen. Have cups and your wine and anything that you're drinking. Also put that there and get your ice and everything there. Put out some chips, maybe some dips, something to keep them moving close to the TV. And put a family member that is not great at cooking, but is great at entertaining out there with the guests to keep them where they need to be so that they're not up under your feet. Now, <clears throat> this sounds like a small detail, but make it clear where the garbage goes. Okay. Yeah. This is not the yeah. time to keep your trash receptacle hidden under that cool uh, cabinet door that nobody knows where it's at. Put a trash can or maybe two in plain sight with a fresh trash bag. Make sure everyone knows where it's at. If you have a large crowd, don't hesitate to get an industrial size garbage re- and some recycle bin. Put it on the porch, the deck, garage. Just make sure everybody knows where the location is. I'm not a big fan of paper plates or cups, but listen, I, and, and listen, I, I'm certainly not a big fan on, on, on cups because to pour bourbon or scotch in a red cup, that's a crime against uh. humanity. Okay. We're not doing that. But when you're feeding tens of people, you know, you got 15, 20, whatever, uh, really good comfort food. And you know, there's going to be football and conversation and naps and all this kind of stuff. Nobody wants to be washing dishes. So go buy some really good quality paper plates. China. I say, yes, and double them up so that they're gravy proof. Don't skimp on the plastic where get the thick forks and knives. You don't want to prop popping in, in, in your hand. Set up some recycling bins and enjoy the afternoon. There's no reason somebody has to do all that washing up after the thing's over with. Amen. Now, no, there's when, no when you, shame in a shortcut. Like, 
This no. is not your day. You are not Miles Standish, okay? This is yes. You're the, not a you're caterer. To, you're having yeah. family and friends over. Yeah, you're exactly. supposed to enjoy it too. So even my queen Ina Garten. Oh, you think that Ina makes everything from scratch, ma'am? She does not. A grocery no. store is your friend. Go ahead and take a shortcut. Yes. Now you want to start the party if you can with an empty dishwasher. Because before your first guest arrive, make sure that the dishwasher is fully unloaded, ready to be filled up with dirty dinner dishes. <clears throat> this can be a challenge because you've been dirtying up dishes since you got up. But hopefully, you've already run a load. And although it might be impossible to have an empty dishwasher right as you finish preparing the meal, plan ahead as best you can. This is a time when you can certainly use somebody in the kitchen to sort of help you keep everything washed up. You don't necessarily need somebody helping you cook, but if you've got somebody cleaning up as you go, that would be fantastic. I need somebody like that. I need two people cleaning behind me because Carla says, and she's not wrong, Carla, my wife, she says, when I cook, I use every pot and every pan in the kitchen. And I do. I wish it wasn't true. But when I cook, it's like a hurricane. I mean, I'm using them all. I mean, I get everything out. So do the best you can to keep that stuff neat. <laughs> now, these kids that you've got there, you've already done the baby math. You know how many kids are coming. You know what their ages are. Parents are going to bring some toys and stuff for them to play with but it wouldn't hurt to have a few things that they might be interested in. And depending on the age, coloring books, honestly, yeah. I know it sounds goofy, but coloring books can keep kids occupied for a while. Cartoons, some kid movies, whatever works, but make sure that whatever toy or activity you pick does not have the potential to make a mess or break your lamps or anything like that. So you don't want balls. You don't want jump ropes. You don't want bats. You don't want chainsaws, you know, anything like that. None of that. None of that. No slime, no Play-Doh, no markers, no markers. You don't want markers. That, that's not what you want. Allow me to make a recommendation because I had nieces and nephews for a yes, million you do years have before a large I had a child. I, we have a big family on all sides. Yeah. I was the fun aunt tell you what you get those kids together now this doesn't work with like three-year-olds but it starts working real good with five and up okay and mac uh, lamar is dead right about coloring books and coloring sheets that kind of thing yes. you can print out a bunch of like holiday themed coloring sheets and you buy a bunch of um crayola washable markers and crayons and you gather those kids together and you say we're having a coloring contest and there's yes. cash prizes. First place gets 20 bucks and you can use it to buy Christmas presents for your mom and dad. Second place, 10 bucks, five place, third bucks. And everybody else gets an honorable mention prize. My nieces and nephews were such fiendish little capitalists. They, <laughs> they would, they didn't look up or make a sound. They wanted that $20 bill so bad they could taste it. But at the end yeah, of it, you've got great idea. You've, you've got um, happy kids. You've got coloring pictures. You know, they're distracted. It doesn't it doesn't work on the real little ones. Those those children cannot be bought. Everyone knows that small <laughs> children are ninjas who are not yeah. for sale. They're just gonna yeah, wreck your house. The older ones that's true. Yeah. All right. Now when you've got all the food ready, set up a buffet. Because family style dining where all the food's on the table and it's passed around so everyone can get a serving, it's almost impossible to do when you have this much food. This is the most food you're ever going to have in your house at one time. And you've got a bunch of and probably the most people you're ever going to have. So you need to come up with a counter space, 
a card table, a folding table, somewhere that will allow everyone to serve themselves easily and quickly, plus have plenty of room at the table. If you can come up with a, a room, the buffet is the only way to go. Also, since nobody eats only one plate of food on this day, I mean, come on, then that means nobody's going to have to stop eating over and over to pass plates back and forth as people want more food. They just get up, yeah. go get them another plate full. No muss, no fuss. Make it as easy as possible. If you follow all of these tips and you keep your fingers crossed and you live right, you're going to have a great day. But while you're doing this great day, it has been planned. It's been shopped for. It's been fretted about. You've anticipated it. You've sweated over it. And now you have cooked your best recipe. Everyone you wanted to be here is here. Is it going to be perfect? Nope. No. Somebody's going to be late. One or more of your dishes is not going to turn out exactly like you wanted. One or more of the kids are pitching a fit. Cannot be quieted down. Some people may be more concerned with who's winning the football game than eating the food, which really ticks me off if I've cooked this food. And it's very possible there might be some family tension that boils over. But at the end of the day, Everybody has got their bellies full, and it was fun. And no matter how it went, we're going to do it again next year. I do want to share something that we do at our house on Thanksgiving. After the food's ready, before we eat, we, we stand up in a circle around the, around the room or whatever, and everybody takes turns and they say something that they're thankful for. Now, not only is it fun, because some people have some funny answers, some people have some very sweet answers, whatever, but no matter how you do it, it gives us a perspective of what is really important. And what's yeah. really important is having family and friends together and having a good time. So That is so that is, true. What, can I offer yeah. one more suggestion? Yes, please do. Please do. If, if you're invited to someone else's family Thanksgiving, and there's a dish that it just isn't Thanksgiving without it for you. Maybe it's, you know, your Aunt Betty's creamed onions or your mama's yeah. sweet potato pie or whatever it is. It's just not Thanksgiving without that. Go ahead and make it and bring it. Especially if it's not Thanksgiving for your partner or your kids without that. Like there are a couple things where my kids, if they didn't have it, they would be like, well, that didn't even feel like Thanksgiving. And so why not? Like, and when I invite people over and they say, what can I bring? I always say, well, is there something that that's just Thanksgiving in your family? Like it wouldn't be the day Jesus. without it. And they say, well, we always Jesus. have, we always have pecan pie or we always have these little special um, sweet potato yeast rolls. Well, could you bring that so we can all have that? Because that sounds amazing because it's not, about, like you said in the beginning, Lamar, this, you're not doing a cooking show. This isn't about no. a gourmet experience. It's about nostalgia and memory and sentimentality and family and tradition. Yep. So why that not invite people to bring their traditions to your house so that it feels like Thanksgiving to them, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. I thought about that. That is so true. Of course, I, we never go anywhere for Thanksgiving. We've been doing Thanksgiving at our house forever and ever and ever. We've got one person that comes, and uh, her husband, uh, he doesn't eat anything but chicken fingers and fries. Anything. Okay. Never. Anywhere. No matter what. 
So we have these big, huge things or whatever, but I always make a set of chicken fingers and fries for him yeah. every time because that's what he eats. And somebody I was doing it last year, and somebody said, what are you doing? I said, well, you know, this person that comes, this is all they eat. And they're like, well, that seems like, I said, no. I've invited them to come and eat. This is what they eat. They don't eat this other stuff. It's not like they don't eat it here. They don't eat it anywhere. They eat this. This is what they eat. Everywhere they go, this is what they eat. So I don't want them breaking their own stuff if they don't have to. It's not that big a deal. Be a host. That, you know, make sure is, everybody feels welcome. That is the definition of hospitality. Yes. Like if that were if that were me, I would feel so much more welcome and comfortable in that environment. And if you have like my sister-in-law has been a vegetarian since she was a kid. Um, mm -hmm. Thanksgiving dinner is not where I want to debate with Uncle Frank about the merits of being a vegetarian. No, no, I want to give my exactly. sister-in-law a damn stuffed butternut squash and get on with the day, right? <laughs> exactly. And wouldn't you appreciate somebody doing that for you? I would. That's all you got to think. Wouldn't you appreciate and, that? And that's why when people say to me, well, Sherry, what would, it, what would you have to bring for it to be Thanksgiving the way you grew up? Folks, that'd be a carton of Paul Malls and a loaf of Wonder Bread. <laughs> and I promise I won't be late. Uh, uh, uh. Well, from the looks of the clock, I believe that's going to have to wrap it up for this episode of Talking Lamar. I hope a few of these tips will help you have a more wonderful Thanksgiving. I've had a great time sharing them with you, and I hope you will share where you got them with your family and friends over your dinner. Thanks so much for listening to Talking Lamar. Happy Thanksgiving. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening to Talking Lamar, the Oddcast, and the Bob and Sherry podcast. We would really love it if you would subscribe, rate, and review, and share it with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.